tonight. Let's see. Is everybody recording into the correct microphone tonight? Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm on. I, think from, I think you were talking <laughs> to yourself on that <laughs> one. <laughs> I'm looking at you, me. <laughs> that was what Bill forgot last week was to make sure that Mike was configured properly. Like over now the last oh, the mystery three episodes, I did yeah. like have this panic attack like halfway through episode three that Audacity had gotten like closed. I did. I check it every three Holy seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Terrifying. Why is the circle, the blue circle spinning? Is that bad? <laughs> yeah. what, is, what does this mean? Um, hey, who's ready to fight some fires tonight? Yeah, yeah I don't know uh, about fight the fire, I didn't but roll a firefighter. Just a fighter. Right. <laughs> um, well, let's see. Last week, gosh, what did we even do? I can't, I can barely remember. Oh, that's right. You uh, conquered the east wing of the uh, Aldori, uh, of Lady Jumondi's. Uh, manor and uh, killed a frost giant and got made a secret it bathroom. To, that's a right. Secret bathroom. <laughs> a coworker of mine uh, was like listening to the podcast. Shout out to my friend Kirk. Uh, I guess he's an ex coworker now, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, I was like, "Well, what do you think of it?" And he just replied, "Poo room." Yeah, I was like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah." And like you're that. in episode three already. So, like, this is going to age me, but like, I kept visualizing the uh, end scene in Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid, where they jump out of like the I don't know if everyone's ever seen it, but like they jump out of the door, like they're surrounded, and it's like just a freeze frame of them bursting out of this door. And I just kept picturing us all bursting out of this bathroom <laughs> Absolutely. door, like, ready for action. I felt like you guys had a placid walk though out of the poo room into yeah. the great hall. Like, it what's going been. on, guys? What's we the looked problem? as we looked as cool as you can look walking out of a bathroom walking together. Out of the bathroom. I think you've raised the bar on that. Uh, yeah, so you you ran into sort of a guard leader in the great hall uh, who was ordered by Lady Jamani to hold the great hall. His name was Evinzi, and Evinzi basically was like, "You need to head west into this smoke filled west wing and." You need to find Lady Jamandi, who took a contingent of soldiers uh, to retake the West Wing. So, I don't know. We just want to go to the map. Should we go to the map? Yep. Let's go Let's to the it. map. Same map. Different map. Look Different at this. Map. Uh, now, uh, so as you know, you've stepped through uh, this these double doors into this hallway. And as you know, uh, there is smoke uh, billowing on this hallway, but I want to kind of get a little more specific with you about what you see. The first thing that you perceive as this is all going on is uh, really something very fortunate that has begun happening. You notice that it starts to rain outside. Not that it means much to you right now that you're in the smoke-filled hallway, but just understand that there's this big storm uh, that's brewing outside uh, now. So you are kind of... Um, this, this hallway is very similar to the corpse-filled hallway mirrored on the east wing, kind of curves off to your right. You see three doors on the right, three doors on the left. You begin looking around in the smoke-filled hallway. The three doors on the left have some smoke coming out of them, but immediately you look to your left to the very first door. You look through and you see that it's already burnt out, that the fire is pretty much out, and that there's not a lot of danger posed by these left three rooms. However, the two back rooms on the right have fire licking out of the thresholds there. And you can see the source, the current source of the burning. But we have to talk about some rules uh, real quick because there are some things going on here. You actually have walked into a hazard. This is a smoke filled hallway. How do you plan to deal 
with this smoke? Are you walking through? Are you holding your breath? Do you have some other means? Do you want to make any kind of skill check rolls to figure this out? Because I have some news for you. Some bad things are going to start to happen to you as you move through this hallway. Huh? So uh, how, how long can we hold our breaths? Breaths. Well, uh, well, you know what? I just looked that up a few minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) What do you know? (laughs) See, that's the nice thing about being the, being have the having the module beforehand is that you can kind of <laughs> look at these things. Uh, the answer is you can hold your breath for a number of rounds equal to five plus your con mod. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, you know, uh, it does seem like we're going to have to move into rounds here a little bit. But before we do that, is there anything else anybody would like to do? Yeah. So rather than kind of rushing blindly into it, kind of how we were moving through the, the last wing. Uh, kind of maybe do some exploration activities, like just letting you know what my guy is doing while we're walking around. Of course. Uh, and this is sort of something we've, uh, well, I don't know if ignored is the right word because, you know, I don't think that there were any meaningful activities you guys wanted to be doing in the east side. But yeah, Chris, what do you, what, what is, um, Sirio doing? Uh, he's going to detect magic because we know that always works. Interesting. 100% success rate. Okay. Hey, can you read me the description of tech magic? I want to make sure. No reason. No reason. I just need to know. <laughs> you detect all magic within 1,000 yards of you. You know the school. You know the duration. You know. No, no I'm kidding. 1,000 um, yards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three hexes over. I was, it all. I, was, I was looking at the I text. I'm board. like, oh, he's got a different version than mine. His sounds better. <laughs> all right. You send a pulse that registers the presence of magic. You receive no information beyond the presence of magic. You can choose to ignore magic you're fully aware of, such as magic items, ongoing spells of you and your allies. You detect okay. illusion magic only if the magic's effect has a lower level than your level of the detect magic spell. However, items that have an illusion aura but aren't deceptive in appearance, such as invisibility potion, are detected. Uh, how how far There's, out can you detect the... the uh the magic items. Do, do, do. 30 foot emanation. So I'm casting this as a level one cantrip. Um, there are further effects once it's heightened, but we're not there yet. Okay. 30 foot emanation. So that's like a 30 foot radius. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You don't detect any magic in that particular emanation based on where you are on the map. Awesome. I'm glad that works. But I will assume that you continue emanating as you move through. Um, if there's nothing else anybody wants to do about this smoke filled hallway, then I think what we really need to do is just roll some perception based initiative checks and move you guys into rounds as you move through this hall. Are you all just going to hold is your there, breath? Is there any water in there? Or, like, um, is there water anywhere around us? Well, uh, no, you didn't see any in the great hall and nothing. I, I mean, I guess if you go back over to the east wing, there's that, you know, uh, there, there's that, uh, river that, that water room you know um otherwise it is raining outside well the deuce is gonna pull his canteen out and he's just gonna dump water on his arms and on his shoulders just so if okay. he has to, doesn't catch fire oh yeah seeing seeing deuce do that um zero is gonna take off take off his shawl and uh kind of douse that and make kind of a damp rag to uh pull over his mouth and nose uh roll a survival check which one i'm super good uh, at this Serial. Got a 16 total. Nice. Uh, that seems like that's going to uh, help mitigate the smoke a lot. Oh, right. And, uh, 
And uh, Bashk actually has a feat called Breath Control. And I have incredible breath control, which gives me a great advantage when air is hazardous or sparse. You can hold your breath for 25 times as long as usual before suffocating. <laughs> what the f- I'm just going to sit down on the floor and send Bash in. You, you gain a plus one circumstance bonus to saving throws against inhaled threats, such as inhaled poisons. And if you get a real success in such a saving throw, you get a critical excess success instead. That's you know, awesome. I haven't- I haven't wow. studied up much on your sheets, but I was prepping the encounter a little bit, and I was like, well, someone's got breath control. I guess they're not going to have to worry much about any of this. <laughs> and fun uh, fact, Dundee, his special uh, his special is the crocodile can hold its breath for about two hours. So, yeah, me and my animal <laughs> companion are just like, whatever, let's do this. Like, let's run it. That's amazing. All right. So we know that Bashk doesn't give a shit about right. the smoke. <laughs> Mitch is going to crawl below the level You're, of the Mitch smoke. is going to crawl. He's going to crawl. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, interesting. Okay. Well, I'm, gonna, the, I'm not going to crawl, but I'm kind of going to like duck walk. I'm going to get, I'm going to try and, <laughs> I'm going to try and get, bo- I, I want to be more mobile than crawling. Okay. So you're going to duck walk. I just uh, want to be below the highest level, of, the lowest level of smoke. Yeah. You know, well, William, there's not a rule for that. So I'm going to just say you're, would be. you're just going <laughs> to walk. <laughs> but there's no duck walk action. <laughs> the deuce, you don't want to see the deuce duck walk? You move uh, at corner no, speed. I'm, I'm good. Um, okay, look, uh, let's go ahead and get ourselves into rounds here. Uh, or uh, honestly, the truth is there's not a combatant on the board, so you guys can just choose what order you go into. You don't have to leave to the rules if you don't want to. Uh, who wants to begin moving into this hall first? Yeah, I, I think uh, yeah, Bash and Dundee are happy to. <laughs> we've got a little bit more of advantage with the with the smoke and whatever's out there, so I think we're we're good going first. Okay, yeah, and you, really you can take a full turn. If you want to do three move actions, you can you can do that. So yeah. you begin moving down the smoke-filled hallway. Yeah, I, I think, can I do uh, maybe a survival check? Do I see anything amiss? Do I see, is there soot and ash that maybe there are footprints that I can hmm. look for? Uh, yeah, make the roll. This would be your second action of the round. Yeah. Uh, a total of 23. No, you don't see any footprints or anything. Again, the rooms to your left look like they were on fire, but that fire has since burned out. You think that that probably was lit on fire a lot earlier, but those last two doors on the right, fire is billowing out of there. And uh, you think that if you want to get rid of this hazard, you probably got to get rid of that fire in there. Okay. Um, in, in that case, he's, he's just going to move a little bit further up the hallway, um, and that's going to be his last turn. Okay, he's last going move. next. Yeah. Yeah, Siri will go next. I'm going to step up to this kind of door frame, uh, the first one on our left, and peer inside and see if I notice anything uh, interesting. You step up, you look to your left into that room. Uh, the there, You see evidence of bed frames uh, all burnt to a crisp. You see the wall paneling is burnt out. And in fact, you look further to your right to where the wall would be in between this room and the next room in the hallway. And you see that that wall has been burnt out and is gone. And you can actually look down the entire row, all three of these rooms, but it gets a little worse though. You see evidence uh, that there were people in these rooms uh, that did not make it out and that either died uh, very likely of smoke inhalation and then their corpses burned. That's pretty gruesome. That's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Otherwise, uh, as you move up, well, let's see. You talked about exploration activities and detecting magic and stuff, but the truth is we're kind of in rounds right now, so your detect magic isn't really going right now. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted to cast that cantrip, you could. Okay. 
Uh, I think I'm just going to move uh, further down the hallway and kind of be behind Dundee here by the second room on our left um, and just kind of get it. I know the wall between these two were burned burned down, but I just kind of want to get a closer closer look into this one. Sure. Yeah, same deal. It's all... These rooms are all exposed once you get inside, once you get past the stone exterior wall. All right. And again, it's all just beds and unfortunately corpses Hmm. that is a bummer Uh, i guess with my third action i will um recheck kind of re refix the uh kind of this damp cloth mask that i got going on okay the wet cloth over the mouth is a good idea it's going to mitigate the effects of some of this Uh, in reading through this i can't quite decide if it totally nullifies the encounter though uh given that you are not holding your breath right now um, or are you holding your breath? I guess I should say. I guess I've kind of given given you the answer. Not, but if you, not if, yet. Until until I start, you know, feeling the effects of the smoke, I probably won't hold my breath. Uh, that being the case, uh, make a fortitude save. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Is Lindsay singing? Can she help me? We'll see. <laughs> not no. no. That is a natural one. <laughs> oh, oh, no. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. What is the total? Total okay. is five. Okay. So with your reduced DC due to the wet cloth, um, that's actually not going to qualify as a critical failure. Ooh, thank goodness. Wow. So here's what happens. Uh, you do become sickened one, and you are going to take 1d6 non-lethal damage from choking on smoke. Oh, my. So I'll roll that out for you. Now, this is non-lethal. You're going to take four non-lethal damage. Okay. So I track that separately, then? Yo. <laughs> I think you do not. It's just that if it's non-lethal damage that takes you to zero, right? Yeah. You you don't go into you don't dying, go dying. And stuff okay. like that. Let's see who's going next. Uh, Mitchell, step up. Um, now, is it the area we're in is covered in smoke as well, or is it just that hallway that uh, Sirio? It is. It is the area you're in as well. Okay. So Mitch is going to. Oh, I was just looking at the crawling rules. He's going to start off crawling, uh, not holding his breath, and he's going to move a max amount with three turns of 15 feet. At least that's Mm -hmm. the way that I'm reading crawls. You can only move five feet at a time. Yeah, five foot in action, yeah. So Um, you're crawling along the ground. So I'm going to move up right behind uh, Serio and kind of notice that he's choking a little bit. Hmm. Deuce. Just cut loose, man. Just freaking kick a door down. So the deuce, he's going to... He's in a double move. He's going to hold his breath. He's going to start walking. He's going to take a deep, deep breath. And he's going to kind of run, jog down the hallway. Sure. To about here. Yeah, that's going to be two move actions to get that far. And he's going to. he just wants to get a look inside these rooms and see what's going on. Okay. These rooms to the right, mm-hmm. uh, the ones that are on fire. Yeah. You, you're able to look through the exposed doors of both of them. And here's what you see. <laughs> fire. Fire. These rooms are on fire. fire. They're on fire. Yeah. Yeah. These rooms are on fire. Uh, what you see are that both rooms are engulfed in what appear to be fresher flames. And again, you see evidence of eh, fresher corpses, unfortunately, in these rooms. Um, but yeah, these, these uh, rooms are on fire and they are really the source of the smoke uh, that is currently affecting you guys. 
So it you got it, one action left. What do you do? It doesn't play for radio real well, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but we literally have the words F-I-A, F-Y, or F-I-Y-A, exclamation point on the rooms. <laughs> so In like a really, it's a really fun gag. obnoxious font. Uh, <laughs> Thank caps. you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, all caps. F-I-A. <laughs> Well, you know, I was just sort of like, you know, I was just wanting to, to uh, help entertain you guys. In case we bit. thought there were just flowers in there, like big orange. That's true. Flowers, yeah, I yeah. put little uh, fire patches in yeah. here. They look like shrubbery. <laughs> Fall colors. Bill, Makes me want a pumpkin what you, spice latte. Bill, what are you doing with your third action? What, My third action is I'm going to move again down to where the lizard folk is. Okay, backtracking over to be with uh, Bash, yeah. who's yeah. just I'm trying to holding get, his because breath. Because that's the... I'm assuming that standing in front of those doorways is the hottest, smokiest part of the whole hallway. Yeah, you, you I, get the feeling that if you go into those rooms, you're going to start taking damage as you begin to fight the fire, if that's what you want to do. But that's not what I want to do. I, I want to get away from that. I want to do the exact opposite of what you just <laughs> described. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, uh, uh, it's Lindsay's turn. Lindsay's here. She's going to hold her breath, and she's going to move uh, to be close to you guys midway up the hallway. And we'll bring it back around to Bashk for round two. Bashk, who has short-circuited the entire encounter by yep. just holding his breath. <laughs> Let me guess, you're like a water spring lizard, too. I, you know, I was I was looking, and I, I do not have water spray <laughs> as an ability. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, I'm sure I've got a natural ability to expel water, but I don't know that it'll work <laughs> in this, this encounter. Um, I mean, it might. <laughs> I'm, uh, Bashk is actually going to hold his turn for now. Okay. Who's going next? It really doesn't matter. You guys can act in whatever order you want. I guess Sirius next, though, if you don't want to make a choice. Yeah, so I'm sickened one. You are sickened one. Well, I will start the round by holding my breath. Is that a free action or is that one action? It's free action. You just have to start counting rounds. Okay. I will start doing little tick marks. And then I will uh, retch to try to kind of get rid of this sickened condition. Just, I guess, coughing. Um, mm. to yeah, get, I think it's like a flat, my lungs. Yeah, it's like a flat check or something. Go for it. Right. Uh, 19. Yeah, yeah, you do. You cough it all up. The sickened condition leaves you as you cough up the smoke that you inhaled. Which direction do you cough that? Uh, into the burned out room. Okay. So <laughs> not, not on Mitch, who is uh, prone. Well, not prone, but kind of crouched, uh, yeah. kneeling Crawling behind on the me. Floor. Crawling. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Syria will, uh, I guess, uh, take off his backpack um, and start sorting through it and kind of use my the remainder of my turn to kind of organize my items and figure out what what i have that may be useful fighting the fire sure i think mechanically i think it's one action to take off the backpack and one action to retrieve something from it do you want to tell me what you retrieve next round yes okay moving on then to uh arian diplodocus aka the deuce we should give him brad it doesn't yep. matter Moving on to Mitchell Grani. <laughs> Mitch is going to try to sneak by Lindsay here, and it's kind of tight terrain, so you tell me if I can do it in 15 move, or 15 spaces. Yeah, You can to, make that square. Yeah, I was going to try to get to the... It looks like there's a door broken down there. I just kind of want to take a look inside, so... Oh, sure, yeah. So you're looking at this separate room here. Um, let me reveal that to you. This is the first doorway on your right. This appears to be... Um, a room that's more encased in stone, so you don't believe that this room is at uh, at, at risk of catching on fire. Uh, this room's plain stone walls and polished floor have already become stained with smoke. 
Uh, at the far end of the room, atop a stone dais, stands a marble statue of an armored half-elf woman. One of her hands clutches a heavy shield, while the other is clenched into a fist over her heart. Uh, based on what the deuce told you about the water garden, you would know that this depicts the deity Milani. Okay. So it appears to be a shrine of some sort. Is she holding a bucket of water by chance? <laughs> <laughs> Let me check. Uh, unfortunately, no. But there's this box that says fire sprinkler system next to the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, pull lever in case of... Yeah. That's my uh, Now, the deuce. The deuce is up. Oh, I'm sorry, but I, I, have, I have not been holding my breath. I don't know if I've been making that clear. Oh. I'm crawling, well, but... I think that since you're crawling under the smoke, I'm, I'm saying because you are moving so slowly, you are not... Okay. Um, at risk of inhaling smoke. Okay. I'm going to confer with Mitchell and Bashed and Sirio and ask them how much water everybody has on them. Is everybody carrying a water skin? You tell me you guys are going to all kind of crouch down together under the smoke and talk this have, out a little have bit. Have a little conversation. Have a little three second, hey, what's the plan here conversation? Yeah, now that you're in the smoke-filled hallway, this is a good time yep. to think of the plan. Yeah, yeah well, well yeah, let's talk it through here. Let's pause for a second. What are you guys thinking of doing here? You've got these fires raging in these two rooms up here that seems to be creating this smoke. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, but I guess to me, the choice seems to be, do you just get out of here and move on, or do you try to extinguish these fires? Well, there's nobody alive in there, right? Doesn't look like it, no. I say we just skip it and go. Um, were the, and were the doors open? Yeah. Or did uh, the doors leading to the two rooms on the right that are on fire are open? As okay. far as the two, uh, as far as the double doors at the end of this hallway, uh, ostensibly leading further into the west wing, you don't know. Did was the the hall that we came through? Were there any like big curtains on the windows, anything like that that we could maybe grab to try to smother out the fire? In the Great Hall, uh, yeah. yeah, there would be some tapestries and things like that. Sure, yeah, we can we can I mean, run back and try to grab some of those and see if we can't put it out. I, I mean, it sounds like it's past the point of smothering at this point. The only way, yeah. To, I mean, if, if if there's smoke billowing down the hallway, if we throw yeah. a tapestry on it, it's just going to catch fire. It's just gonna, we it's could be more tender. We could close those doors and then stuff the tapestries like around the, the bottom edge to maybe stop the feed of oxygen but those rooms just looking at the map look like they're windows that are probably yeah the rooms look like they're totally on fire so yeah. without water without one of some us, kind with, of big without deal one of us suppression, taking a lot of, there's no way we can put them out i'm worried about one of us taking a ton of damage for no reason yeah roll roll survival checks <laughs> 20 27 i've a natural 20 on the survival my God, Bashk. Okay. Bashk, you have a pretty good idea of what it might take to put these fires out if that's what you want to do. Uh, look, each one of these rooms is filled with smoke. Functions just like the smoke-filled hallway hazard in Area A6. Uh, <laughs> A6, huh? A- area A6, huh? A6. <laughs> Replacing fire with A6. Fire. <laughs> Let me start that over. Nope. <laughs> no. That's, that needs to stay. Each one of these rooms is filled with smoke, uh, functioning like the smoke-filled hallway hazard that you guys are currently experiencing. Uh, but uh, Bash would know uh, in game mechanics terms that uh, the flames and heat also deal uh, 1d6 fire damage uh, with a DC 16 basic reflex saves to creatures who would end their turn in either of the burning chambers. Um, 
there is a bit of a mini game here. Uh, each one of these rooms has four uh, fires in them. If you can get four extinguish points, you can put the room out. You can try to extinguish the uh, fires in the room by using a fight fires action. It's a one action deal. Uh, you can attempt a DC 15 acrobatics check, a DC 15 athletics check, or a DC 15 survival check to try to obtain an extinguish point. But here's the deal. Uh, if you end your turn in that room, you know, you're going to possibly take some damage or something. Mm -hmm. You're not sure. All right. You guys want to put out the fires? Can I fight fire with fire? Um, <laughs> it's a good go for it. Song. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try All right, Whose turn is it? Um, so you can, you can go and go there, Bill. It's your turn. Oh. Well, the deuce is going to try and get into this room and break that window out. Sure. Okay. Yeah, you got three actions. Move on the board as you want. Describe what you're doing. Can I get there in three actions? If I can't, then I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna even attempt it. I think you can get there in two actions. What are you, twenty-five foot? Yeah. Yeah. Now you got a thirty-foot speed. I think. Well, you're enough. enough. Because I'm my armor breaks it down to twenty-five. Oh. Uh, maybe you're not wearing armor. <laughs> Take oh. it off. The deuce gets nude and goes <laughs> running into a burning room. The nude. <laughs> I love it. I don't think so. Um, Alright, so yeah, I guess I'm going to move down the hallway to this door on the right, the first door on the right. Is the door the door's open, burned off? It's open, yep. And then I'm gonna try to the deuce is gonna jump up on these beds and kind of like hop over them to avoid the fire to get to the window. Okay. Yeah, your second move will get you in front of that window, and I guess your third action can be to break the window. Bash the window out. That wouldn't be difficult train, would it? Nah. No, they're beds. They're very comfortable. I'm going to remember this. I'm going to remember this next time we're fighting around beds. He's not He's not having to jump over the beds. He's. He can just run on the floor. All right. There's a flavor. Flavor bed jump. All right. I like the Bill, I'm going to put your jump. token over there by the fires. Or by the window. By Both. the window. In the fire, by the window. Thanks, Mike. Um, All right, so if you're third action, you're going to break that window? I'm going to try real hard. Okay. Athletic it just, you said? Nah, it just automatically happens. You can just break the window just fine. Um, well, you've ended your turn in a burning room. Um, <laughs> and when you break the window, fresh oxygen feeds the flames, and they rage up around you. Uh, so I need you to make... All over again. <laughs> <laughs> this is backdraft now. I do need to make. I, I need you to make a basic reflex save. That was a that was a hot three. Uh oh. What's the total? Ten. 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 Okay, it's a failure, but not a critical failure. Uh, you uh, now normally this would be one d six fire damage, but because of the oxygen feeding the fire, it jumps up to two d six. We will take that now. Bill, I'm not shitting you. <laughs> Box cars. Oh no! I, I rolled uh, a six and a six. Oh, so, of course you did. <laughs> oh no! So you're gonna t you're gonna take twelve fire damage because oh, you're huh? Bill. You're standing in the fire. Did DBM didn't go off? I shouldn't have. I, didn't, I shouldn't have moved. <laughs> DBM. So I gotta reload. Damn it! Yeah, reload your mods. Um. Lindsay's turn. Okay, can so actually, Lindsay can can bash and jump in before Lindsay actually. Well, sure. Yeah, 
All right, so he's gonna he's, first. He's gonna motion for Dundee to stay where he's at. I don't think the crocodile will help this situation. Um, he's just like absolutely. I would love to stay here. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna run up here. Oops. He's gonna run up here. Um, and and I assume it's these four fires that we need to put out. Yes, they're kind of representative. As yeah. long as you're in the room, you can get an extinguish point. Okay, so the the first move was to get him into the room, and then uh, survival check to try to put this out. Mm-hmm. See if we can roll better again. How about a total of twenty five? Oh yeah, that okay. is. Um, let me see here. Two extinguish points oh, for oh, critical success. Sweet. So you run, you run up, you begin trying to, boy, I don't know. Well, I guess you're trying to smother these fires or you're using your survival know-how to somehow extinguish this stuff. Yeah, nice there's, work. Uh, yeah, I, I assume there's, if you find something to kick over the, the flames just right, um, maybe there's asbestos in these walls that is slowly able to <laughs> kick around. Um, and then for his third action, he, he doesn't want to be like his good friend Deuce and he's going to back out of the room. Uh, for a third <laughs> Get out of there. And, and question, you said it was raining outside and we've broken a window. Is any of that mm-hmm. water coming into the room to help maybe? Uh, not enough. No? Okay. Not enough to make a difference. Uh, Lindsay will run into the room for her turn. She's going to attempt a check uh, to try to put out fire as well. She's got a decent acrobatics skill, so she'll go for that. This is a d20 at a plus six. That's a four on the die. Ten total. That is a failure. She's going to try another one. Uh, That's a ten on the die. So she will get one more extinguish point. She'll put one more of these fires out. She'll make a basic reflex save, uh, which she will succeed on. So she'll take a d6 fire damage. Oh, I'm sorry. Two d6 fire damage, but divided by two. Uh, So she'll take a total of four damage. That's the end of Lindsay's turn. We move it back around, really, to the top of the round. I think that's going to be Serio. All right. So, yeah, when I was searching through my pack, I pulled out my bedroll. Ooh. Um, so we're going to try to beat back the flames with that. Um, okay. So Serio will use two actions to move into the room. And then, um, I guess, what, what would this be? Would this be acrobatics or... Yeah, whatever you can roll whatever skill you want, but because you've you've uh, d- you've found a, a tool, I'll give you a plus two bonus to the check. There you okay. go. And I am still holding my breath. Okay. Twelve on the die, plus three, plus two, so seventeen. There this room becomes extinguished. But just as you do that, the wall comes down between <laughs> this room and the next room. And the fire begins to creep into this room. I won't have you. Which roll way does a check the wall yet. fall? It just crumples down. It fall, You know. Oh, good question, Bill. You've inspired me. It falls on Lindsay and Sirio. Oh my god! And uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It doesn't matter. It just it just falls down. Well, because if it falls and, down uh, the other way, it could take out some fires over there. <laughs> Should I do fifty-fifty? Oh, oh goodness! You guys want to do this? Okay, I'll tell you what. If it falls down toward the party, Sirio's got to make a reflex save. If it falls <laughs> down toward the other room, one of the three fires goes out. I one like of the it. four fires goes I out. Like do you it. like this? Okay, Chris, I need you to tell me even or odd. If it's an odd, pick pick the winning type of number is what I'm trying to tell you. Odds are in my favor. Okay. I rolled an even. 
So the <laughs> okay, hey. we're just having we're just having a little. We're just kind of you know we're just kind of you know having fun. Uh, make a reflex save. Here we go. All right, here we go. Ooh, twenty five. Nice. You jump out of the way in time as the wall comes crashing down, and you are fine. You make the save. Uh, but you do see uh, some fires now in front of you from this uh, room that has just been exposed. Do you have an action left? Uh, no, I'm done. Oh, okay. Then I don't know who goes next. I think it's Mitch. Yeah, um, I'm going to stand up with one action, uh, use full movement speed to get into that room. And last action, I'm going to use my strength to flip one of these beds over on top of the flames to try to Ooh, make it. an athletics check. I can do that. Try to find my dice. That is a 15. Success. Oh. You get an extinguish point for this that adjacent pretty room. good. Okay. Um, I, I am not see. holding my breath. I don't know if I need to. Uh, you're not holding your breath. I'm still not holding my breath. Uh, well, okay. gosh, that's a free action, right? doesn't seem like there's a downside to holding it. Yeah. Okay, it's it's only yeah, if I'll you hold. guys are... Okay. I think uh, Now, uh, one thing that I didn't do for Sirio and Mitch, because the wall came down, because you're fighting the next room now, I do think both of you guys need to make that uh, basic reflex save to see if you get burned by fire. Okay. Chris, what'd you get? I got a 12. That's a failure. You get six damage. Uh, Mitch, what what did Brad? What did Mitch get? Uh, he got a twenty-five. That is a success. You get half damage, which will be four damage. Rolled kind of high on that one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this fire starting to take you apart a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. That was a my mouth was bad. That was a twenty-three. That matters. Oh no, same same okay. deal. Okay, four damage. So that brings us then to the deuce. So the deuce is going to take a gander out that window. What's outside? Just grass and trees and rain. So the deuce is going to jump out that window? Ah, the grate came down. You can't get out there. Sorry. Oh. And you're like no, like no benefit to breaking this window. Yeah, so breaking the window is absolutely useless. Yeah, it just fanned the flames. Uh, maybe if you break the second one, you know, maybe no. that'll help. No, it won't. Uh, the deuce okay. is just going to run back out into the hallway. <laughs> You're out of here. Are you going to try to fight some fires before nope. you get out of there? Fucking out. See ya. Does the, does the window have a hand you can touch? That always works out well. <laughs> oh, maybe. Oh. Stroke it gently. <laughs> All right, so the deuce gets I'm gonna out go. there. I'm going to go down here and pet Dundee. Okay, so you're down there chilling with uh, Dundee. That brings us to Bashk. Um, so the uh, obviously the wall came down and there's flames there. Um, I guess I can I can run back in here. Um, yeah, Bash will yeah. run back in there, and let's try another survival check that worked out well last time. All right. Oh, uh, total of sixteen. One more extinguish point. Heck Two yes. left to get. All right. This thing is got um, getting better. Can you crit on this next one? You could end this encounter <laughs> right now. Yeah, we're going to try one more survival check. Oh, uh, come on, come on. I love it. Is that natural 20? Uh, 18. Total? And, unless, do we want this to be a critical? Oh. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I've taken some damage, um, but it, it's only been like three or four rounds, so I think we can, you know we can continue Don, battling. 
Don't listen to them. It is your decision. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Anyone can use it at any time. Don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. Yeah, we're gonna let's let's make it. Listen to me. Let's make it a crit. Let's 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 try it in the zero check. Let's put out the fire. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you do. You extinguish the fire. You get the zero condition. Um, and uh, you're kind of left in this room now. Uh, after about five, six minutes, the active smoke begins to dissipate and the hazard uh, leaves uh, this hallway. And Hooray. you get 30 experience points. That was totally worth it, wasn't it, Deuce? That was. <laughs> how, is, how is Deuce doing on HP right now? Uh, probably not four. good. He's got four. Four. I'm, no. down, to yeah, four. He's got I'm four. down to five. Oh, my God. Yeah, guys, Chris and I are should heal. That's why I left. I was like, I'm not gonna die in a burning room. Um, yeah, let's <laughs> there, uh, oh, gather ahead, gather round. I will I will use a uh, three action heal just to kind of nice. bump us up a bit. Oh, I like that. Ooh, I rolled a six. <sighs> nice. Whoa, Mitch Whoa. is topped back off. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I'm up to ten. I'm gonna drink one of my healing potions. I've got I've got a heal too. Um, Ow. if you'd rather you use, use the that. heal, yeah. I'll do a. Yeah. You do a three action. Yeah. Never, so I've never we, well, done. I've never done of... a healing spell, so I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> what do I? What do I roll? This is, on that? So if you're doing the three action, it's just a one d eight. For everybody. Uh, five. Awesome. Yeah, that's pretty good. It sounds like everybody's got full HP. Do I get those as temp? Hit points. If I go yeah. over, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're buffed, Brad. Overhealing is that tempting? No. <laughs> you're All right. Yeah. So you've uh, you've defeated this. Um, you've defeated this hazard. You've got these double doors in front of you. You've got this sort of shrine thing that you've uncovered. Is there? Is there? Can we do a, a perception check? Is there anything in this room that didn't get burned up that maybe would? Like yeah, but the XP was nice, but like gold and stuff, it'd be cool too. Yeah, yeah, make a perception check. Maybe a detect magic. A uh, seventeen total. Okay, yeah, seventeen total. You're digging around. Uh, five, six, seven minutes go by. You don't really see anything. Chris, you want to detect magic? Yeah. So as Basque is kind of digging through the charred ruins of these people's beds, hopefully, I mean, are there bodies in here too? Yeah. Ooh, oh, yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm out of this. I'm out of this room. I didn't um, so I'm going to go repack my backpack and you know get back into explore, exploration mode and detecting magic. Well, you you do detect a magical item in the room that Bashk is currently searching. Oh, yeah. Hey guys, there's something in there. <laughs> Find it. <laughs> Find it. Find it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, look, it takes some digging. It looks like somebody uh, maybe tried to wrap themselves in this item. Uh, it did no good, but the item itself is curiously flame retardant. Uh, you find a cloak amidst the debris in this in this uh, room that appears to be emanating magic. What color is it? Um, brown. <laughs> oh, I don't want it. <laughs> Clash and clashes. It's really with your, about how you look. I get outfit. it. Like, I don't want it. Do we? Can anybody spell check and see? What's magic um, about this? Uh, I can Mitch arcana is, check. Yeah, Mitch has no, arcana Brad's as well. No, Brad's bigger than mine. Yeah, so Mitch is like, hey, <laughs> that's <what> genetics. <laughs> genetics pauses for a little bit there, lets that statement settle in, and uh, roll an arcana check. It is a nineteen total. Yeah, rolling the die. 
you have heard of a cloak like this before. This is called a coyote cloak. It is a third level uh, invested magical item. This dusty cloak is made of mangy brown and gray coyote fur. You gain a plus one item bonus to survival checks. Oh my, if you cool. critically succeed at your survival check to subsist, you can feed twice as many additional creatures. This is the regular version. This item is worth 60 gold pieces. Oh, wow. Cool. I would, uh, our, our friendly druid would happily wear that. It does sound very primal nature-y druid-y. Yeah. yeah. Sounds, and so, Mike, can you remind, itchy. remind me of uh, the investing rules? Like, can we immediately use this? Uh, you cannot. You have to uh, do You have to do your one hour of daily preparation following an eight-hour rest to invest an item. Or if you find something and you, I think you can wait an hour and invest it. I think that's how that works, but... Uh, bottom line is that, uh, yeah, I don't think it, you can do anything with it right now. Okay. Yeah. Donnie, I'd put that on your character sheet. That's yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Good with Basque having it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Basque will add that in. And what would we say? Sorry. It was the, it's a coyote cloak, uh, core rule book 609. While, while Mitchell and I are in the hallway over here, I'm going to pull up my bow. Okay. The room with the shrine zero is going to give this a, a search over. Uh, sure. Um, you don't find any treasure or anything. You just see this statue here looking pleasant. Mitch feels like this might have something to do with some sort of religion iconography that he can see on the statue that he has no no knowledge about. So he will do a very limited religion check. Puts a two on the die for a total of, wait for it, two. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were the guy for this. Yep. Um, bash bash <laughs> rolled a... Put an 18 on the die for a total of 22. Okay, so Bash... <laughs> okay, so let me just get... Let me collect myself here a little bit. So you guys just fuck your way through this dungeon. <laughs> okay, Bash... Um, you identify the magic using your religion skill that's emanating from this uh, statue. You uh, you understand that anyone currently allied with the Aldoris who spends at least one minute in this room engaged in meditation or prayer to any non-evil deity becomes infused with vigor and energy as if they had rested for eight hours and made their daily preparations. Oh. This is the midpoint of the dungeon, fellas. That's you guys a get room. <laughs> you yeah. guys, one time only, you get a free rest here. Wow. And this would let uh, the Bosch cloak or Bash yeah, invest yeah. the cloak. And wow. and we uh, spells, right? We get the spells coming back, yeah. You one, can prep one minute? One minute. That's um, pretty good. Mitch believes there, that's a waste like, of a minute. We like, We're gonna be a waste of a minute. <laughs> Which is like, nah, stuff I'm to do. Let's go. Yeah, total atheist. We <laughs> <laughs> hear like monks religion. chanting in the background for a minute. <laughs> I, I, I have to imagine this is pretty powerful for the deuce. Uh, this yeah. is Milani uh, that the deuce worships, blessing you and your party because you. Oh, and by the way, just to kind of peek behind, if you just run through the hallway, you couldn't have done this. This is, the, this is contingent on you extinguishing the fires. Oh, nice work, fellas. Way to go, guys. Good. good this job. is worth more than 30 experience. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, But yeah, I would imagine that um, 
we don't need to act it all out. I mean, I think you guys are full HP anyway, but yeah, get your spells back, invest the cloak, and what do you do next? I'm awfully amped up right now. The deuce is the deuce is ready to go. I'm gonna go meet with Mitchell down here, but I'm gonna stand behind him, but off to the side, so I have a clear line of view when he opens that door. Sure, and Mitch appears to be in front of the double doors at the end of the hall, leading deeper into the west wing. I am, and do we, I guess I will touch the doors with my bare hand to see if it's warm. It's cool. It's cool. Cool door. Um, do they open in or out? They pull out. They pull out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Mitch will pull out the doors. <laughs> okay. Here's what you see. This appears to be some sort of gallery, kind of a fancy living room, uh, drifting coils of smoke waft in the air of this finely furnished room. Padded chairs and side tables are set along the west wall, and a thick burgundy carpet covers most of the floor. Oil paintings hang on the walls, and shelves contain statuettes and other small art pieces. But that's not what initially gets your attention. What initially gets your attention is that Tartuccio appears to be passed hey. out on the floor in this room. He's unconscious, but appears to be breathing. Does anyone have a magic marker? I was about to say, I was like, yeah. <laughs> we're just gonna We're just going to step over him on our way through to the other door. Is he still wearing his shoes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no. Tartuccio, are you okay? He's, as you, um, as you walk in the room, we need everybody to make a perception check as you all move into this room together. 21 for the deuce. 5. 15 for Bashk. 7. He's looking pretty healthy. Looks like he probably avoided the worst of all of this crap in here. But looks like he's got a nasty bump on the head, and he looks to be unconscious. He does not react as you come in. So he's alive. He's alive. Let's just leave him. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I mean, we could drag him back to the to the Great Hall. I'm not strong enough to do that, though. I feel yeah, like Mitch we, will we carry or do that. pick him up like a kind of baby carry. Foot. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you pick him up. Pick him up as as if he's a baby. Kind of cradle his hand in my, the crook of my yeah. arm. As you do that, he wakes up. He's like, oh, 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 thank, thank gods you're here. Oh, my gosh. Oh, thank you for rescuing me. Yep. Uh, I think <laughs> this, is, this, is, this dude <laughs> was like super, like not into us at the party. He, he wasn't. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he, he, he was, was not our friends. But I think we should still maybe inquire, yeah. like, what what He's are you buckle. doing here? There's He's like, hey, why would you start these fires? <laughs> oh no, that what what fires? No, that wasn't me. Uh, no, I I I ran this way right as the attack started, but got knocked out by something I couldn't see, and I've just been here the whole time. Did, did you see who started the fires? <laughs> he says, we didn't start the fire. No, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, we're fighting fire with fire, Mike. We're fighting fire with fire. No, didn't see it all. What, what's been going on? What's been happening? Is the is Lady Jamondi okay? We we relay to to, uh, to Tartuccio that we, we don't know. We heard she came this way with uh, uh, some other guards. We were looking to come help her and... Uh, we found rooms on fire. We put those out, and then we we found you passed out in this room. Is, is the way back to the Great Hall clear? Yes. Well, I, I can make it from here. Can Fellas, I do a but... check of how like full of shit this guy is right now? Yeah, yes. roll perception. 
And I'm also going to ask him directly. Another five. Why? What's that bump on your head from? Like straight up. I got knocked out. I'm not sure. I could. I didn't see it happen. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to try to see if he's bullshitting me. Cut this. What's that called? A motive check? Or a uh, sense, sense motive? Sense motive, thank you. And that's, that's perception or is that a different skill? So it got rolled into perception. Okay. Um, got a 15 on the die plus 6, 21. You just, you're not sure with him. He's so, he could be lying. He might not be. You, you don't trust him. Okay. But he doesn't appear especially credible, but he doesn't appear uncredible. Yeah, man. I'd say we just leave him. Get out of our way. <laughs> Look, I, I know we didn't quite get along when we first met Serio, but I thank you for, for clearing the way back for me. I, take, take this. And he hands you this brooch. And he's like, this, this might serve you as well as it served me. And he yeah. makes his way to the Great Hall. He just got knocked out. I don't know how well that brooch served him. <laughs> yeah, I think Bash tells him, go go find the guards in the Great Hall and make yourself useful, please. <clears throat> well, well, yeah, yes, of course. He leaves. You're holding this brooch in front of you that appears to be emanating magic. Well, uh, I know that it's magical, but I really don't know a whole lot about magic items, uh, but I will attempt uh, an arcane check to see uh, maybe what it does. Roll a seven plus zero. Seven. <laughs> solid yeah, roll. Yeah, you've never solid, seen it. Solid roll. Brad, do you want to help this guy out? Uh, yeah, I'll kind of see it. Like, like it, it, is it pretty? Like, hey, do you want me It's beautiful. Hey, it's beautiful. I, I, I I okay. Can I, can I take, a, take a look at that real quick? Here you go. Uh, mm, 12 total. Total? Yep. This is a brooch of healing. Uh, I'm sorry. This is a brooch of shielding. Mm. You can't tell how many charges have been extinguished on it, but you know that this brooch, if worn, like it can be worn, you know, on your outer coat or it can be worn to clasp a, co- a cloak around your neck or something. You know that this item uh, can um, uh, can absorb up to 30 magic missiles oh. as if. As if they, with no, with no damage at all. But once it's, once it's extinguished, it's extinguished. You can't tell how many charges it has left on it. So it could have one, it could have 30, but this is what he gives you. Cool. Sweet. Awesome. I'll, uh, I'll put that in my pocket. And it's Tartuccio, okay. so it may be out of charges already. I was thinking, yeah. I was thinking it ran out of charges. <laughs> it's probably spent. Which is Just why kind of as a, as a note for everyone that has iPhones, um, I did turn my iPhone on. Right, said, hey, Serio. Uh, uh-oh. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> well, all right. But it's, it's just your iPhone, though. Yes, and it, it's not doing it anymore, so it learned. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, is there is there anything else in this room of note? The, somebody roll a perception check earlier. Did that roll over? Or? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, you know that the um, art in this room is probably worth a lot of money, but how would you move it? I mean, this is – the art collection – could be worth twenty five hundred gold. Just, I mean, there, there's a, there's an expression of wealth in here. So the rug pockets. does that tie the room together? Of course it does. Of course. <laughs> what kind of, of course. what kind of blade is that on that table? And can I put it in my pocket? Uh, <laughs> let me just make sure. But I don't think there's the flavor blade. Yeah, yeah. Let me just make sure. Yeah, no, the, the the blade is just sort of drawn on the table, but yeah, it's not anything. But I will give you 30 experience points for rescuing Tartuccio. Hmm. 
Guy's not completely useless. <laughs> Where do you go? You got a door to the north and a door to the south. For any any listeners that are curious that may enjoy it, we're at now 420 XP. Bro. 420, man. 420, bro. bro. All right, guys. Let's go north. Okay. Sounds like a good idea to Mitch. He's going <laughs> to push his way on up through there, um, and I'll just open the door. Wow. <laughs> I think we found the clubhouse. This room looks awesome. Um, I, I see a pool table, but I'll, I'll let Mike. Uh, yeah. This is the parlor. This large room contains several padded chairs, a comfortable-looking pair of couches, several side tables, and a finely crafted billiards table. And it contains three cutthroats as well uh, that appear to be engaged in kind of a morbid activity. You see these three guys here. One of these cutthroats does look to be a little bit unique, and they seem to be engaged in some sort of... Um, looks like they're getting ready to torture this, uh, Yasoki, this, um, rat folk person. Now, this is a character that you've not interacted with before. He was, uh, at the dinner, but he was seated off some other table, some other expedition, probably. But he, lo it looks as though these three, um, are gathered around this unconscious Yasoki and are getting set to either murder him or they might be trying to wake him up to torture him you're not sure but as you walk it as you open the door mitch they they their necks turn with a start and they notice you and uh i need you to roll for initiative <laughs> sup fellas bashk uh bashk has an 11 total the deuce. Seven. Serial. Thirteen. Throwing my numbers. lucky number. <clears throat> Who am I forgetting? I put Mitchell. A, put an 18 on the die. That's a 21. Thank God one of us rolled well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we go last, we're just going to watch these guys torture this exactly. dude. Right. So you might have noticed here, uh, you... you for map lookers here that one of these tokens looks a little bit different than the others. He uh, has one initiative and uh, just, you know, as a brief monologue, he looks at you guys and he goes, well, it looks like Nishkiv the knife is going to see some action today. After all, he's going to move into this square over here and he's going to try to hide behind this pool table. And that's going to be a success. He will leave the map but not for long because he's going to pop up immediately after and he's going to fire a projectile against Mitch's flat-footed armor class. Oh my. All right, man, this dagger comes flying toward you. Just threw it at you. Oh, he's you. throwing his dagger. Yeah, he's throwing a dagger. It's a 19 on the die for a total of 24 against flat-footed AC. That is a hit. Mitch, can, okay. you, can you catch the dagger? <laughs> can I make a reflex check to catch the dagger? <laughs> So the dagger will do a D4 plus one, and he gets a D6 of precision damage as well. Jeepers. Golly, Sounds good thing we are like healed up. <sighs> Ten damage total after all is said and done on that uh, thrown dagger. So that thing just lodges itself probably into your torso somewhere. Wow. That is the end of his turn. Mitch, it's your turn. Okay. That's how we're going <laughs> to do this. Um... That hurt. Um, 
Yeah, how you doing on HP? I'm doing just fine, Mike. Uh, oh. Don't worry about it. We're good. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't have asked. <laughs> Is that rude to ask? More than half. I am lower than 50%. I would probably stop at a gas station if it were gas. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, fuck it. Let's roll. Uh, Mitch is going to move into this room. And uh, he's going to explode right where he's standing. So he's moving. <laughs> oh, the, oh, I love it. I love it. To the left. <laughs> he can catch the uh, all three of these assassins in his tentacle. Oh, no. Damn it. <laughs> Damn inventor class. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. We haven't done this yet. It could be. So educate garbage. me. Is, does he, do you need to be in overdrive before you do that? No, or can you just, just do you it? You can just do it. Um, can just one do thing it. this might do. You might ruin the pool table. Yeah, I'm going to ruin a pool table. It's uh, <laughs> um, do an athletics check to jump onto this table. <laughs> Badass Sweet. pool table. It's uh, on the other side of these guys. They just the cutthroat and Nishkiv just look up at you as, as you stand over them. Fifteen total. That's good. Yeah, you're good. And now that I'm here, kind of, I guess they're probably all crotch height with me. Um, <laughs> I'm going yes. to I'm going to explode. Explode on their faces. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, this damn inventor <laughs> class. All right. And so what explode is, is it's uh, basically my suit goes into extreme overdrive and flame just kind of bursts out of it. Like kind of like an exhaust of flame everywhere. And it'll do two six or two D six damage. Okay. So let's see how this goes. Do I get a save or something? You don't get a save. I don't believe, but let's double check that because that's uh, going to be nine damage. I think a basic oh. reflex. Get a basic oh, basic reflex, reflex basic save. Reflex. Okay. Let's see. So I'm I'm rolling basic reflex save for nine damage. Yes. Probably DC seventeen or DC sixteen. Okay, Nishkiv makes it, so he'll take half. As for Cutthroat A, that's a failure. So Cutthroat A will be killed outright um, <laughs> by <laughs> this explosion. But Nishkiv will take four damage and will live to fight again. That would be the end of my turn, but I do need to make a uh, flat DC 17 check to see if I can use any more unstable actions with my armor, which are <laughs> pivotal. Um, so if I don't hit this, then I'm... If it's a fail, I believe I'm out for a minute. And if it's a crit fail, I'm out for 10 minutes. Okay. Oh, dear. That is a three on the die. That is a crit fail. So my armor is unusable for ten minutes. So does your AC drop or anything or like? Nope. It's just I can't do any. Can't do overdrive or. I can't oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah. So your shit just falls apart. Yep. That may be but worth it. it. That was pretty awesome. Crotch oh, blasting a cutthroat. Right. Oh yeah. I mean a total of twelve <laughs> damage. Anytime you can crotch blast somebody. <laughs> crotch blasting oh. a cutthroat. Hi. We can't name the episode crotch blast guys. <laughs> Um, well, this would be Cutthroat A's turn, but he is dead. So that takes us to Sirio Xavier Sortova. So I'm still outside the room, kind of standing to the right of the door. Can I see in and see uh, what was what was this person's name? Or oh, um, you don't know the uh, yeah, this rat folk that's laying here on this couch. You don't you recognize him? You saw him at the dinner the night before, but he was not at your table. Not at you our never table. talked. Okay, to you don't know anything about him. Uh, but you did see Mitch jump up on the pool table, explode, and kill Cutthroat A. Okay. Um, and can I see the the other person that threw the dagger? Yes. Um, no, sorry. You're just right to the side of that doorway. You, yeah, you don't have an angle on Nishkiv the knife. Okay. Um, so I will uh, 
take a five foot step back so that I can can see yeah. into the room. Yeah. And then now I will produce flame against uh, the knife thrower. Okay. Got a spell attack roll of 24. That's a hit. And that will do five fire damage. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, that hits him. Okay. That's going to take us then to Bash. We're, we're lighting this person up. Yeah. Um, so Bashk is a little bit further back, and I, I feel like uh, Deuce and Siri are both both in the way here. Um, so I'm he's going to move up to this square here just ahead of them. Yeah, just into the doorway leading to the parlor. Yeah, and uh, he's going to be a little bit of a copy cat or copy lizard, maybe. Um, and he's actually going to also produce flame. Um, Ooh, excellent. Yeah. The artillery here. And he's going to roll a 14. That's going to miss Nishkiv the knife. Miss. Okay. Well, that, that was a two-action spell, so he is Bashk is done. Okay. It's Cutthroat B's turn. As a free action, Nishkiv looks at Cutthroat B and goes, kill that guy. And uh, Cutthroat B is going to use Wait, one which action, uh, motioning toward the Yosoki on the couch. Oh, shit. Cutthroat B will turn around with his first action. He will slash down at the neck of this unconscious Yosoki, send him into dying ranks from a game mechanic standpoint. He appears to be bleeding out. I can't tell you what his wounded level was or what his dying level might be right now, but it's not good. That was Cutthroat B's first action. Cutthroat B's second action is going to be to move over into melee with Bashk. And for his final action, I guess I will subject him to the multiple attack penalty. He's going to slash at you and miss. That takes us then to the deuce. Why can't do anything? What do you mean you can't do anything? Well, I'm stuck behind Bash. You can and move there's through there. There's a guy standing on the other side of the doorway. I can't get through his square. You can I think you through. can. Well, you could try to tumble through, I guess. Or you can move into this square here to the side of the door and attack Cutthroat B with some cover from the wall. All right. I guess, uh, yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll just take a step over. Draw out the long sword plus one. Hmm. Put an 8T on the die, plus 9 for a 27. <laughs> That's a pretty good roll. <laughs> I don't know. These guys are pretty tough. <laughs> yes, that drops it down to a 26 with the cover provided by the uh, door there, but that still registers as a crit on this guy. So, uh, you know, tell me what happens. And Bill. He, he sounded so disappointed <laughs> listing off his roll. Like. <laughs> Oh, man. So I mean, I, your strength damage alone will kill this guy. So yeah. just take me through what happens. So I step, I come out. I was, I'm standing behind Bash. I just pull my longsword out. As I step to the side of him, I just jam it, like, in between his arm. Like, my hand goes right between his arm where it's, like, next to his body. So the guy doesn't even see the knife coming or the sword coming through him. Hmm. It just goes right through him. And then I just kind of pull it back and step into that corner. Oh, yeah. I used, I used Bash for cover. <laughs> As you should. Good for you. Okay. That takes us to the top of the next round. You still have an Nish- action? I still have an action. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Go ahead. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop the sword and pull out my bow. Hmm. This takes us to Lindsay's turn. Lindsay is going to push past Bashk into this room. She's going to cast Inspire Courage on her loot, and then she's going to take cover against this back wall, increasing her AC brings us to the top of the next round that's going to be nishkiv the knife uh nishkiv is going to pull out a dagger so that he's dual wielding 
And then he, for his second two actions, he's going to use an ability called... He's going to use an ability called Double Strike versus Mitch. Nishkiv makes two dagger strikes against the same target. If his first attack hits, the target is flat-footed against the second attack. The multiple attack penalty applies to these attacks as normal. All right. I just heard a whole bunch of dice roll out. How many d20s does he get to roll? (laughs) Whoopsie daisy. Four of them. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Dagger hit number one. That's going to be low roll, man. Total of 14 against Mitch. That's not going to hit. That is a miss. Okay. So he'll just take the second attack as normal. Five on the die. God, he misses that one too. Nishkiv the knife, man. You probably led such an interesting life, but you're going to go out really bad. (laughs) That's the end of his turn, Mitch. All right. So I did forget something about uh, crit failing the uh, unstable that I actually take a level's worth of damage. So I did take that off my hit bar as well. Oh, goodness. It's really sucky. Um, But I'm just standing here within range of the knife dude. Um, I'm going to just swing away. I mean, what else would I do? Uh, yeah. So first attack. Oh, that's not good. That is a three on the die for a nine total. Nope. We're just, we're just sitting here hitting each other with nerf bats right, in this yeah. parlor. <laughs> um, God, let me think here. I'm going to be smarter than this. No, I'm not. I'm going to swing again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck. Yes. 19 on the die for oh. a what there is you that? Go. 20. 20 total. That'll hit him. All right. Uh, 1d8 damage. Wasn't expecting that. That is for 6 damage. And that'll actually be 7 with Lindsay's Inspire Courage. Oh, there we go. And last action, I am gonna... Do I need to do an athletics check to jump off this table? Nah, you can just accomplish that with a move action. Okay, I'm gonna piece the fuck out of this room. (laughs) I'm just out of here. (laughs) You left Lindsay in the room all by herself. Well, uh, well, Nishkiv the knife uh, has attack of opportunity. Oh shit! And so, <laughs> of course, he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. So he's going to slash at your Achilles tendon as you go. Natural twenty. Oh, oh, you cut your foot oh, off. No. Oh, I've I've kidding. got the crit deck pulled crit up. Card, right? Oh, yeah. this is our first natural our twenty first. on an attack roll. Oh my god! All right, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna use the Paizo crit deck. Chris has got it over there, man. I think we just go from card number one to fifty-two, or however yep, many there are. That's that's what I'm doing. So, what uh, what type of damage is this? This is uh, piercing. Piercing, hand wound, critical effect. Until healed, the target is clumsy too and can't use one of its hands. Determined <laughs> randomly by the GM. Oh, uh, no. uh, let's see. I'll do, it's the left hand. Left hand. Okay. Uh, that's good, Brett. That's good, right, Brett? It's right. Left hand. Yeah. So clumsy too. Okay, wow. clumsy too. Oh, he might. I don't know. I think does this he might. fall off the pool table now? Well, I think Mitch probably will fall off the pool table and you know land down here. But I got to resolve. Uh, yeah, your damage first, which I'm not. Yeah, gonna, I'm not going to have a chance fall, to do any of this stuff. Fall down this on the pool table. This is a two d four plus two. You were not flat footed, so I think you're going to probably be all right. Let me just find my d's four here. Eight damage. Oh, yeah, I'm on the right. ground. You're oh, I, I'm down. I was at seven hit points. Are you it was a crit that put you there as well, two. which defaults you to dying too. Okay, Sirio Xavier Sertova, you are up. I've got a choice to make. Do <laughs> I save the person that I know or this 
rat folk dude who's bleeding out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save Mitch. I gotta do it. I will shoot yeah. a uh, a two action heal spell at Mitchell. Um, okay. Seven plus eight, you heal fifteen. Oh, and I my think that removes goodness. the clumsy. Yeah, yeah, the clumsy's removed. You heal fifteen. You're wounded one. Prone. I'm going to put you in this square here. Uh, you are prone. Nothing in your hands, I believe. And with my third action, um, I'm going to try a perception on um, the Ahsoki to see if I can figure out, you know, how how far away from Death's Door he is. Okay, make a perception check. Oh, natural twenty. Hell okay. yes. He's nice. dying too. Um, okay. So he'll he'll make a recovery check. Um, just before Cutthroat B's turn, so he'll make a recovery check after Bashk goes. Um, so I think you guys, unless you want to kill, unless Bashk wants to kill Nishkiv the Knife, Bashk can probably save this Yasoki adventurer. Um, and that takes us to Bashk. Yeah, and I assume Sirio kind of relays that hey, the rat folk over there is not not doing great. Yeah, yeah, yeah shares with the group. Yeah, so that that was actually the the, the plan is I'm going to uh, stabilize. Uh, two action on uh, on our on our rat folk friend. I don't think okay. we stabilize on to rule anything, right? He's he's nope, just it just, it just happens. Okay. Yeah, so the bleeding stops, and that's that. Awesome. And then uh, for action three, uh, he's going to reach over and uh, pat pat uh, Deuce on the back and give him guidance. Okay. The Deuce, are you going to end this encounter for us right now? I'm going to drop the bow that I drew for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought Brad was still going to be there for a hot second. <clears throat> I'm going to, if drop it are, is dropping the bow and pulling the sword two separate actions. Well, so didn't you drop the sword to pull the bow? Well, I have two swords. Oh, then you can drop the bow as a free action, and you can either pick up the sword you dropped, or you can draw your other sword as your first action. I'm going to draw the bastard sword. Okay. And then I'm going to, and then I'm going to sudden charge. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> and I'm going to get right there. Yeah. And yeah, I'm going to use, around. I'm going to use the two-handed swing. I wish you luck. And I'm going to put a 17 on the die for Plus a one. 20. Math is hard again. 20. That's a 27. Seven, nah, yeah, 27. No. Well, that's a 28. Nine. You have oh, guidance and... Uh, yeah, that's 27. 28. 28. I mean, oh. Yeah, it's a crit. You have <laughs> sure? crit Nishkiv the knife. God, what is the two-handed? It's 2D... Uh, it's D12? It's a D12, yeah. Plus oh, nine. my God. <laughs> I don't even have a D12 out. I'm getting deja vu. Hang on a second. Let me find it. This seems to be a recurring theme. Yeah. With the deuce. I mean, I rolled a Freaking one. Fighters, man. On the D12 plus 9, so that's 10. Just double it. Well, it's oh, 2D12. no. 2D12, so that's 10 plus 9, 19. Uh, D- Nishkiv the knife is dead. I mean, he's <laughs> very dead. Just He's just quite dead. Like, I got I got real mad that he he hurt Mitchell. I, saw, yeah. I watched Mitchell tumble to the ground, and I was like, all right, that's it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, you just drive that thing through him. Nishkiv the knife falls. Congratulations. Hey, that was a kind Boom. of a little boss fight there, guys. A little bit of a boss. What do you guys think about that? That was fun. That was good. I'm going to rifle through. first level, just the, yeah. the ebb and flow in the yeah. swings, because it's like, oh, goodness. Have, he's like, yeah. he's a crit yeah. frontliner, and then it 
turns rapidly. Your yeah. HP oh, yeah. pool is so small. It just yeah. goes so oh, fast. Yeah. yeah. You know, Nishkiv is carrying six daggers. I guess technically five since he threw one of them. He's got three lesser healing potions as well on his person. And uh, he so, just wears regular leather armor. I'm going to take one of the daggers and just slip it into my waistband. Sure. <laughs> and they're Different not, they're, not they're, they're just plain old daggers. They're not. Plus, plain old plus three striking or anything fun like that, right? Nope. Okay. <laughs> plus three strike. You never know. <laughs> plus three strike. You never know. Don't ask. You never know. It's good to ask. All right, so let's go check on uh, the rat folk. Sure. Yeah, he's uh, again just stable, unconscious, lying there, breathing shallowly. He stinks. Oh, the smell coming off this guy. He's dressed in these kind of strange leather robes. He's got all these weird pieces of crap all over him. Not like literal pieces of crap, but just kind of these these sigils and these these ornaments and these baubles just hanging off of him in weird ways. And again, just the smell of this guy hits you as you get close to him. He's kind of gross. I don't want to talk to him. Let's uh let's let's pour one of these potions down his throat and get him conscious. He wakes up, sputters awake. He's like, who, who the hell are you guys? Hello, hello, our stinky new friend. Um, we are, <laughs> hey. we, we, we kind of introduce ourselves and bask, you know, hey, you, you seem to be in a spot of trouble, friend. Um, kid, who are we talking with? What, what's your name? Oh, thanks for the, uh, he looks around, sees the dead cutthroats around and he's like, oh, they had me. Uh, Tassim. My name's Tassim. Uh, Zin. One of the lucky ones from those fire rooms over there. They cornered me here, took me down. Thanks for the help. Gets up, starts kind of collecting himself. And he's, you don't see a weapon on him. He just, again, he just has all this like crap. He begins collecting it and putting it back in his pockets. The cutthroats had strewn it around everywhere. You know, one of them's like this weird little doll. You know, one of them is like this. I can't. It's just I can't emphasize to you enough. He's just covering crap. Is there is there any kind of perception check or anything we could roll to maybe get an idea of what what his deal is? Yeah, like what's his specialty? Yeah, yeah. Uh, make an occultism check. I might have just given it away. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Oh boy. Uh, how about a total of three? <laughs> yeah, you don't know. Nope. Yeah. Bashkin, sure. Uh, fifteen occultism. Total. Okay. Mitch, you've heard about guys like this before. Tassim appears to be a thaumaturge. Sweet. And he's, you know, thaumaturges really deal in the occult. They've got all these kind of strange skills and they make use of more mundane items, you know, repurposing them as weapons and, and, and methods to channel occultism, magic and things like that. Like voodoo dolls would be a. Yeah, yeah, yeah are stuff they, like that. Yeah. Are they always smelly, or is that one unique to this one? Yeah, that's kind yeah, of that's unique to this guy. Okay. Yeah, this dude, <laughs> he just he just needs a bath. I mean, he just, he seems to be. I mean, he just kind of looks like he doesn't have a house. Like he doesn't have anywhere to go. You know, he seems to be just living in the elements. Um, but uh, but he but he kind of also moves about with almost kind of a dignity to him. He's kind of you know. He's kind of at odds with himself a little bit, but he, um, he's like, he immediately asks you, he's like, is the way, is the way back clear? Yeah, we're clear. 
It is. It and is there's, yeah. No there's, more smoke in the hallway, and uh, there's friendlies in the great hall. And there's two bathrooms that you can you can check <laughs> out. If I don't want to cast aspersions, I'm just letting you know they're there. If you think you maybe need it to clean up, he, whatever, whatever. Mitch is kind of straight up say, "Dude, you smell like shit." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Yeah." comes with the territory and he he kind of what catches himself <laughs> he catches himself all of a sudden he realizes he's being quite rude he starts rifling through his pockets to try to find something of use to give you guys and it's just gum wrappers and shit like and he's just he has nothing does he offer nothing we're good we're, we're good you don't need chocolate covered pretzel do you like do you need anything do you need some food here you yeah you good if i look in <laughs> my adventures pack it, it says i have soap he pulls out a cliff bar. He starts eating that. It's fine. <laughs> um, Did he wash his hands first? His REI um, club card falls out of his pocket. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, he, he, you know, he just thanks you guys and he just heads back. He's, he's like, I'll let the others know how it's going out here. And he kind of limps out back to the great hall. 30 experience points for rescuing Tassim. Sweet. Awesome. Oh, and let's get some experience for the encounter itself. Uh, let me look up here. Nishkiv the Knife was a level one combatant. So, you know, better than some of the things you've been fighting here. Um, 40, let's make it 45 experience points for this fight. That. So you guys are, stuff's starting to add up a little bit. 495. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Hey, let's press on, guys. What do you do next? Um, yeah, so, uh, perception check, anything else in this room of note that we should maybe take stock of? Uh, how about a, uh, 26? We see anything else? Not secret doors. Brad, are, are, is Mitchell standing in front of a door? Mitchell is standing in front of a door. Um, <clears throat> Bash, nothing else of note here. There are some additional paintings on the wall and stuff. Um, again, looks like it'd be worth a lot of money. The, the, yeah. the destroyed pool set here looks like it might've been worth something, but it's, it got destroyed with, uh, Mitch's explosion. So the pool table, I, I know that, um, we have a hustle activity. Is that, is that what this is for? Or is that, that <laughs> I don't that know that the table's going to be much good anyway. Uh, okay. Is that, uh, I, you know what? I'd let you roll hustle on it, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It's missing some balls at this point. You know? <laughs> That's too bad. <laughs> so uh, before Mitch does anything to the story, he's going to kind of hold his fist out to Serio and be like, thanks for the assist back there. Appreciate the Fist help. bump. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> I got you, bro. Do Friends you, for life. Yeah. Do you go French fries or steak potato? I what? <laughs> blow it up. Loop on this. You, like, oh, steak no, potato or you go French fries? <laughs> close, close, close. Close. Is this a Minnesota thing? What is yeah, this? Probably. He's squirrel. He's squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> so do you blow it up or not? All right. <laughs> and like this, hey, you know, it gets you weird out there in Canada, Mike. I guess it must. Uh, look, you pop this door open here, leading down uh, into this room. This appears to be a trophy hall, oh uh, leading back down south from this parlor. This large room has a floor of polished white tiles. Hanging from the walls are various trophy heads: a stag with an impressive set of antlers, a large tusked boar, a cranky-looking oversized owl, a snarling wolf, and two different reptilian monsters. Bashk. It gives you pause a little bit to see these cousins maybe yeah eh, probably not but at least creatures of some sort of similarity um looks like uh again just a dope 
trophy room. Yeah, um, Bash Bash is pretty upset with this room altogether. Like, uh, sure, yeah, not not cool with nature being treated this way. Lizard, oh, lizard, yeah, lizard, lizard, lizards are not. So yeah, he's not. Uh, he's not smiling right now. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. gonna walk in next to Mitchell, tap him on the shoulder, point at the elk, and be like, "Nice rack." <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, man. <laughs> Mitch doesn't get it. Oh, <laughs> dear. <laughs> oh, my. You know what? That's what uh, That's what we're signing up. You know what? what? Okay. I'll just cut that. <laughs> <laughs> Take awesome. that laugh. I'll insert it somewhere else. Uh, fuck it, eh? Chris, do you want to, or Sarah, would you like to detect magic? Um, Instead of that, I'm. I'm really curious about these kind of lizardy reptile um i guess head mounts um mm. i've not seen anything like this before uh but i may have read something about it I, I can't really remember um can i roll a nature nature check on these to see if i can determine what what they are totally 15 the first is a forest drake and the second is a tetzel worm these are two higher higher level creatures. If Lady Jamandi Aldori took these down, especially if she took them down alone, then you wouldn't want to mess with her. This is pretty impressive stuff. Okay. So these these appear to be trophies mm-hmm. of real things. Okay. Yeah. There's some taxidermy going on in here. I'm gonna can we do a perception check just to once over the room? Just uh sure. See if anything's in there. Yeah. That's a 16. Uh, you walk up to the uh, forest drake, and you're like, got to check the mouths, dudes. And you pull out some sort of talisman that has been inserted into the mouth, maybe by a previous guest. A talisman? I'm going to hand I'm gonna go over to Mitchell and be like, hey, do you know what this is? I don't know. Well, you look at it. You're not very helpful. You do oh. the nose things, <laughs> man. Son of a bitch. All right. <laughs> whoa. 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 I feel like I'm being used. Um, probably not. That's only a 14 on the die. Uh, no. I or mean, that's that's enough. Me? This is a blood seeker beak talisman. You guys know about talismans. These are one-time use items that you affix to your armor or weapons. Uh, this is a blood seeker beak talisman. Blood seeker beak. This is core rulebook 565 Bloodseeker Beak. This is a item as fourth level item. This long hollow proboscis is harvested from the notorious Bloodseeker Beast and drips with a trickle of blood. When you activate the beak, you deal an extra 1d4 precision damage on your damage roll. If you deal sneak attack damage to the creature, you also deal 1d4 persistent bleed damage. So this is just kind of a one-time wow. use item. It adds a little bit of extra damage to a hit. It's is good, that, you know. Is that an action to activate it? It is. Uh, no, it, it looks like you can activate it as a free action. Okay. Um, oh, the trigger. T- there is a prerequisite to activating it, though. You have to have hit a flat-footed creature with the affixed weapon. So if you can catch a creature flat-footed, hit him with the weapon, you can activate the talisman and do some extra damage. Cool. I'll clip that onto the deuce's jacket. Let's make a bet. If someone can use the Bloodseeker Beak Talisman, I will give you a free zero check without a backlash. I'm just <laughs> going to put that out there because I've never, I've been playing Pathfinder 2 for a little while now. I've never seen anybody use a talisman. Right. Ever. Oh, wow. Ever. 
So maybe I that includes you guys. It. Maybe I won't give it to Bill. <laughs> give it I, I was actually going to give it to you. Yeah. Oh, whoa! Hey, <laughs> you guys play hot potato with the talisman. <laughs> no, you take it. No, you take it. Your bloody beak. Clip it onto my armor. Okay. All right. Uh, the deuce. You are standing at these double doors leading further west into the west wing. Make that perception check. Seven. Mm, it's a one. It's yeah. a one on the die. Oh, natural one. Yeah. Now sounds. Here's some movement there, but you just you're not sure what's going on. But you think there might be people in there. I'm gonna knock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? Dunk, dunk, dunk. Nothing happens, but the noise coming out of the room begins to grow. Um, I'm gonna draw my sword again. Okay. You guys ready? Mitch is going to raise his buckler so he doesn't catch another knife in the face. Mm. Lindsay, she gets all hyped up. Everybody ready? She plays on the doors. Can I Lindsay ready in action with the hand crossbow? Sure, sure. Um, it, what, what do you want to do? If if I see uh, any hostile attacks come our way, I want to shoot that person. Sure. Um, I think. I think you would still, you, your action would still be gated behind a perception based initiative check if something were in there. Like, I don't think it can go off immediately, but if you win perception, then yeah, it could go off, I guess. Okay. Um, I bet we're butchering that rule. Oh. Uh, <laughs> hey, yeah. Mitchell, hey, Mitch, yeah. Mitchell, why don't we both just grab a door and just push him or pull? Three. They go open and or out. Are we doing like the silent count? <laughs> or are we like, Mike, in or out? <laughs> They pull out. So yeah, we'll just we'll do like the, the hand one, two, three and right. not and just pull the doors up at the same time. Okay. Sounds good. All right. That's what we're doing. Yep. Okay. I'm except, so excited. I can't contain it. Except <laughs> Deuce goes on three. I, just I can't only wait that split second for go. <laughs> Does it happen? The so synchronized well. door opening. You guys don't know each other too well yet. You know, you're not to the point no, where you can synchronize a door. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna <laughs> mouth oh to it. I'm just gonna mouth to it. That's a big room. Well, yeah, big room. You guys throw the doors open one by one. This is the dueling chamber, okay? This large <laughs> recessed area oh, wow. sits in the floor of this enormous chamber. Racks containing practice blades and stands holding suits of padded armor line the north and south walls. As you pop the door open, you see none other than Lady Jamandi Aldori. She's down at the bottom of this dueling chamber. She's got her Aldori sword out. She is an Aldori sword lord after all, and a fucking badass one as well. She is currently dueling not one, but two fucking frost giants. They're down there. They're tangling together. And as you come in, this, this sword streaks out, you know, very quickly, light gleaming off the blade as it cuts into one of these frost giants, blood going everywhere. You soon realize she's got it well in hand, which is a good thing because as you open that door, this door over here in the southwest of the chamber opens up and five cutthroats walk through the door as you walk into this room as well. We're going to call them Cutthroat C, Cutthroat D, Cutthroat E, Cutthroat F, and someone who must be the leader of the Cutthroats as well. Uh, she looks amazing. She looks badass. She's got this awesome armor on. She's got this huge double axe that she's wielding. She holds the axe up. She looks at you guys, and she yells, Get them! Let's 
Go. <laughs> oh, yes. Dude, a dueling oh, chamber no. with frost giants and uh, cutthroats. I like it. Right? Yeah. It sounds like a party. It's going to be awesome. Thank you for listening to the Zero Check Podcast. Please email your feedback to zerocheckpodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website at zerocheckpodcast.com. All music was composed by Kevin McLeod and Comtech.com and licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0. All ambiences were composed by Michael Gelfi Studios. MichaelGelfi.com. Yeah, I, don't, I got nothing Give yourself you. a couple seconds of silence before you do this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try to piece this into something listenable. <laughs> it's perfectly listenable. The, the gang learns to play Pathfinder in episode, episode four.